If you love the blue and white like we do, and you like to stay up to date on what's going on around Ripley High School athletics, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and turn on your notifications. I'm Brian Johnson of Viking 360. Coming up in episode 10, I'll have interviews with Tessa Ray of the Lady Viking basketball team, distance runner extraordinaire Tori Starcher, and Ripley trainer and athletic director Steve Lowe. I'm his co-host Mike Rubin. I had a conversation with Viking basketball head coach Luke Parsons. You can listen in on the Viking Wrestling Hall of Fame inductions and my talk with this man, Steve Hunt. He's been a fixture at the Ripley High Gym for decades, but as for now, he's focused on fixing himself. We're talking now with Viking assistant coach, Steve Hunt. Coach Hunt, it's, it's so great to see you back in the gymnasium again. Thank you, Mike. It's, uh, it's good to be out. You know, I, I've been out a little bit, went to Jameson's game last night and stuff. It's, Good to get back and try to get back in the routine a little bit instead of just sitting around thinking and just just good to get back in the gym. So for some people who may not be familiar with your situation, tell us what you've been through in the past few weeks. Uh, I had, uh, I'm not even sure what the name of it is. I have to ask Megan, my wife, all the time. Uh, they took out the bottom portion of my left lung and had uh, turned out to be cancer in it. Uh, so I've been in... I had surgery on the 11th, January 11th, and got out of the hospital on Tuesday that day, or that Tuesday the next week, and been in the house shut up for four or five days after that. I just, immune system down and all that kind of stuff, just couldn't get out and, and stuff. And uh, But I, I've had a great recovery. I, I've, I think I've done a lot better. Megan is surprised I've got out as quick as she thought I would, you know, I'd be three weeks or so before I could do anything. But, you know, being try to be healthy and everything and stay in shape and I think that helped a lot to, to recover a lot quicker than, than people thought I would. And and tell us uh, what lies ahead for you in, in the coming months? Well, I got to meet with an oncologist here sometime soon. I'll go back to my surgeon on February 4th, uh, hopefully get released to go back to work. I feel like I could go back now but I'm just not really supposed to be around a lot of people who are sick and kids and that kind of stuff. But. Um, so hopefully then set up a something with an oncologist somewhere and uh, recommend me somewhere, I don't know, somewhere really good that knows to help with uh, my protocol with the chemo and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's what God's put in my path and just, just got to deal with it. You know, you don't like to, but, you know, they said God's in control and, and it'll be taken care of, you know, by facing Him. Steve, let's talk a little bit about your strong connection to, to basketball in the Ripley community. Graduating in 79, played for the Vikings uh, during your high school days, and then quite active here on the coaching staff of, of both Lady Viking basketball and Viking basketball. Yeah, I've spent a lot of, lot of time in my life in this gym. Uh, like I said, played high school for, uh, had three different coaches. Coach Hart my sophomore year. D'Agostine my junior year and then Coach Marino my senior year and then uh, went to college stuff and uh, came back and coached as a volunteer for a couple years and uh, went off to 
AB and Marshall assistant coach and then coached at State for 10 years and then Jameson was born and thought, wow, I want to get back home. So Richie Skeen had just coached the girls and he resigned and I never ever thought I would coach girls, but I took the job and uh, it was one of the best things I've ever done. I had a great time for 10 years coaching the girls. We were good. Uh, every year had winning years every year, but my first year went to two state tournaments, which is very hard to do, as you know, you know from here and stuff. But I was blessed with a lot of great girls that really worked hard and uh, some really, really good players and, and stuff, and it was good. And uh, had my time with that, or you know, just I knew it was just time to move on. And Jameson was coming up, and I wanted to goals was always to coach him and stuff. So I moved over to the boys and. Uh, worked with Harmon three or four years, and then when Evan came, we had a couple years of really good runs, stuff, and then just still trying to hang around. I'm not, you know, not a paid assistant anymore, but still, it's it's good. I could go watch my daughter play and and uh, go watch Jameson play whenever he has games, but still, a part of it. Luke has really let me be involved, and and he's doing a great job. And I think he's he's got it on the right track again, and it's good to see that they're playing well this year. Had a great game against uh, Spring Valley. Didn't come out on top, but they were competitive against a very difficult opponent in the uh, Spring Valley Timberwolves. Yeah, they. Uh, I really wanted to come to the game, but Jameson had a game and stuff. But I listened to it. I was watching his game, and it, and it just like we were right there. And it's kind of like we've had a couple games this year. But Spring Valley is one of the top teams in the state, so it's good that you know, we were right there with two minutes to go. So you know, you don't ever want to lose, but it ought to give our kids. Uh, Something to grow ones. Like, man, we, you know, we can play people because they beat Parsburg South early in the year. We'll need to beat Denver South or uh, Parsburg High to get to uh, the chance to the regionals. So, I mean, we, we ought to know we compete now. Steve, so good to talk to you. It's so good to see you back here in the gymnasium again. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Viking basketball stands at 5-7 on the season, heading into Saturday afternoon's home contest against the John Marshall Monarchs. Most recently, Ripley lost a five-point decision to a team ranked among West Virginia AAA's top ten. Here are the thoughts from Viking first-year head coach Luke Parsons. We're talking with Coach Luke Parsons on Viking 360. Coach, the game that we just finished with uh, Spring Valley, a very talented, a very physical basketball uh, team, but a ch uh, an opportunity there was knocking. Ripley was still in the game, uh, going right down to the final minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, it's tied, it was tied 50-50 with about three and a half, four minutes to go in the game. Um, they just did things in the fourth corner that put, the, put them over the edge. You know, we, we missed foul shots and we had too many turnovers for the, for the game. And that's that, that's what killed us in the end is, is the turnovers and the missed foul shots. And Spring Valley is a team that has been ranked in the top ten in West Virginia for mm -hmm. most of the season. Oh, yeah. They, they were uh, last rankings. They were, in, they were ranked tenth. They're a good team. Coach Mayer does a good job. Um, they're very, very uh, well coached. They play hard. They play physical. But... Like you said, in the end, we, we had a chance. We just didn't uh, get over the top. Get done. One thing that was encouraging was not only the crowd, but the response from the crowd, the fact that they really got in the game when it came down to that fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, we love it. The, the kids love it. Coach Smalls and I, you know, we, we, we want the kids from the school to be here. They don't play basketball. We want them here. We want them rowdy. We want, the, we want the, the place to be popping. Um, 
And, and our, ki our kids that play, they feed off that. Even the parents, you know, we like to see a packed house. I mean, that, you know, it's just not, it's, it helps us from the standpoint of playing harder, uh, keeping the energy level up all throughout the game. And, you know, if, if we can get the student section here and have them cheering for us, getting on the other team, making things, things fun, uh, good things will happen. Tell us your observations on the return of the big man, uh, Ty Johnson, seeing his first game action. Well, I think he did. He, he did a bunch of things really good, and then he did some other things not so good. And he's just a you know 17-year-old high school kid that hadn't played a basketball game yet. But first game coming back overall, he uh, pleased me, pleased Coach Mullins. Um, he just got to clean up a few things and get his legs underneath him a little bit. He's a little bit out of. Uh, you know, game shape because he hadn't played. He's just been practicing a little bit, but uh, he'll get there. He'll get there as long as we got we got ten more games left. You know, so if we can get him there within those ten games to get him polished up and, and ready to go for sections. On the uh, immediate schedule, you've got uh, games coming up Saturday against John Marshall, and then uh, shortly after that, you're going to go to Sissonville and, yes. and take on the Indians. What What are your thoughts on those games? Well, John Marshall. John Marshall will come in. They're uh, they've lost. A few games. They've won some games. They're they're about even with us. Uh, their record's right at the 500 mark. Um, they're decent, but I think we can come in and do what we're supposed to do. Come in, play hard, take care of the basketball. You know, we should get we, we should get the win on Saturday. Thank you very much, Coach. Thank you. Ripley was a 63-15 winner over Ravenswood on the wrestling mats Tuesday evening. Individual winners for the Vikings were Brock Matson, Nate Cox, Ethan Kuntz, Austin Bogus, Ethan Bryant, Matt Moore, and Andrew Manley. Wrestling season is beginning to wind down with regionals approaching. The Vikings will host number one Parkersburg South and number five St. Albans at 6.30 p.m. on Thursday, January 31st. Ripley High's Wrestling Hall of Fame had four new inductees. In case you didn't make it to the match, here's how the ceremony went. We have four inductees tonight. Our first inductee is a 1985 graduate of Ripley High. As a Viking wrestler, he captured state championships as a freshman in 1982 and again as a senior in 1985. He placed third in the state tournament as a junior. He was Ripley's first two-time state champion. He is the father of three, the grandfather of two. He currently resides in Port Newport, Ritchie, Florida, where he is vice president and co-owner of Electronics Automation Corporation. Please welcome Mikey Hall of Famer, Philip Simon. Next, he served as the head coach of Viking Wrestling for 16 seasons, from 1981 to 1996. During that time, his team captured two regional championships. He coached four individual state champions. His son, Jeremy, was among the outstanding wrestlers he coached at Ripley High. In addition to this evening's honor, he was inducted into the Middle Ohio Valley Hall of Fame in 2004, the Ravenswood High Football Hall of Fame in 2015, and the Hall of Fame of Glenville State College 
2017. He is presently the Education Director at Seacoast Youth Academy in Myrtle Beach, Sarah, South Carolina. Hall of Famer, Steve Buckington. He was a three-time Leatherman in wrestling, placing third in the region. He went on to wrestle at Marshall University. His coaching career includes serving as head coach of Viking Wrestling from 96 to 2003, winning four regional championships. He coached four state champion wrestlers, coaching at Maryland, Washington Courthouse, and Marietta in Ohio. In addition to Ripley, he posted a career mark of 215, 112-3 in dual matches. His wife, Elizabeth, was his one-time assistant coach. He is currently a history teacher at Ripley High, where he serves as defensive coordinator of Viking football. Hall of Famer, Steve Sayer. A 2005 graduate of Ripley High, he was a three-time state champion, a four-time state placer, as a Viking from 2001 to 2005. A two-time high school national champ, he posted a career record of 195 and three. Collegially, he was a two-time All-American at West Liberty University, including a career record of 58 and nine. As a coach, he led the program at Alderson Robbins before returning to West Liberty as head coach. His Hilltoppers have finished in the top 25 three times, and he has coached three All-Americans. He and his wife Courtney have a two-month-old daughter, Emma. Hall of Famer, Mitch Smith. for more all-time Viking wrestling greats. Steve Lowe is a native of Grafton, West Virginia, and he previously taught in the state's Eastern Panhandle. I had a conversation with the man who doubles as Ripley High's athletic trainer and athletic director. Welcome back inside Viking 360. I'm joined now by Viking Athletic Director and Viking Head Trainer, Steve Logue. Uh, Coach, thanks for taking the time. Hey, not a problem. Thank you. You wear a lot of hats around Ripley High School. Um, how difficult is it for you? You have all these uh, sports you have to manage, uh, along with all the student athletes from the uh, athletic training perspective that you have to be concerned with. How difficult is it for you from a time management perspective? Well, I think the biggest thing is to manage your time wisely as best you can. Just do the fact that, I mean, you're here at 7 in the morning for school to start, and then you've got a game every night, especially in the winter months. You've got, you know, basketball and wrestling events at home. So, you know, it does take a little bit of time, and then you just got to make sure your students at your classrooms are doing very well, and then also make sure your student-athletes are getting what they need. Coach, it's been a, a fun year for Ripley Athletics across the board. When you look, look at the success uh, for everything from – football and both uh, boys and girls soccer team back in the fall uh, to what boys and girls basketball are doing now volleyball uh, what the track team did last year and what you kind of expect them to do again this year baseball is always really good girls softball is always really good it's a good time to be a viking from an athletic perspective yeah we uh, have 
a great group of athletes that are coming through right now, and and I think that's a big thing. And, and the senior classes come through have then been more of a family group as they've come to up through from you know from freshmen all the way through. So they've worked together, they've played together, so they really understand what Ripley Viking athletics is all about. Uh, Coach, you uh, didn't grow up here, so you come in uh, from the outside. Uh, what has been your perspective um, coming here and then being here as long as you have now, your boys uh, in the system here at Ripley High School, and uh, you're now bleeding blue and white, Viking blue and white, I guess you would say. Uh, how difficult was it for you to get integrated here at Ripley High? I think the biggest thing was, you know, coming from the area that we came from, the Eastern Panhandle. So, you know, it was kind of tough coming from Martinsburg where, you know, you're get, you have 1,600 students and, you know, and that type of atmosphere there to a smaller school. But I think, you know, with what we have and our boys have grown up, you know, I've got one graduating here soon. So I think, you know, them coming up through the system and, you know, the people, you know, bringing us into the system, I think, helped out a great deal. What has been the uh, – I, I know athletic training is obviously very uh, uh, near and dear to your heart and, and something you love and do a great job at. What's your favorite part of, of what you do? Is it being an athletic director? Is it the, 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 uh, the taking care of the kids' side of things? Is, is it a, a split? Do you feel the same way about both? Uh, I'd just like to get your thoughts on that. Well, I think the athletic training part, of course, is you know what I've loved to do and what I've done for multiple years. But I think it's just being with the kids and, and watching them grow and watching them develop into the role models for the younger kids as we're coming up through. And, you know, and watching them, if you know, from an injury standpoint, watching them getting back to play and watching their, their excitement when they step back on the field for the first time. I, I had a chance to catch up with Tori Starcher um, earlier this week, and uh, she's going to be on this podcast edition as well. Uh, she's a phenomenal athlete, Coach, and, 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 and I wanted to get her an interview with her to kind of get her story told. You've probably seen uh, more of her than I have. Uh, talk just a second about her. Uh, to me, she seems like maybe one of the most dominant athletes to come through Ripley High School based on uh, her accolades. I think so. I mean, academic-wise, athletic-wise, you know, she is one of the top athletes that I have seen in a great deal, uh, even when I was over in Eastern Panhandle, you know, dealing with some of the athletes we've had there. I think her dedication to her sport, um, to her workouts, you know, there's not a time where she's not out here running on the track or running the avenues and working on her times and her speed and, you know, and her distance. And I think that's a, a really big thing for her, you know, is to have that time and that work ethic. A lot of good kids at Ripley High School. Now, uh, you know, you can say that about any school you go to, but it really seems like as a whole, uh, the athletes here at Ripley High School, they don't seem to get in a lot of trouble. They seem to be good students. Um, uh, talk about that and the, um, uh, the culture that was developed here by, by uh, Will Hossafluke before he left, and now that's carried forward uh, by Bev Chateau. She's done a tremendous job as well. Yeah, I think with, you know, we have over 250-some student-athletes that, you know, range from, you know, from golf to, you know, when we finish up in the spring with the softball and baseball. You know, and, you know, I said it before, I think the biggest thing for this is that, you know, these kids seem to be a family group. They don't seem to be a bunch of individuals that, you know, are looking for their own accolades. They're the ones that are, you know, hey, if I can't get it done, I'm going to help you get it done. So I think that's one of the big things that I have seen here at Ripley High School, you know, and watching my kids come up through and so forth. And I really think that that's a bonus for how well our kids are doing right now. 
Coach, as, a, as an athletic trainer, I know it puts a lot of pressure and strain on you when kids are hurt and, and they want to play and coaches want them to play. Uh, you're really between a rock and a hard place uh, when you have to do what is best for the kid. Uh, Got to have a little bit of thick skin, I'm sure. Yeah, I think that that's the biggest thing. You know, you have to be able to discuss the injury and, and with the athlete, you know, talk to them and say, hey, you know, this is certain things that you have to think about. And the same way with the parents and the coaches. I know coaches want the kids to play and they want to play, get them back quick. But it's just like the, you know, with concussions and things like that. You know, these kids are 14, 15, 16, 17 year olds that, you know, their brains fully haven't developed yet. So, you know, you want to make sure that you are taking, you know, the information and giving them the proper information and um, to get them back safely to their sport. I know this may not be a a fair question to ask you, but do you have a favorite sport? Is there a a favorite sport that you have followed or that uh, you're involved with uh, throughout the school year? Well, I think the biggest thing is I'm actually at every sporting event, and I really like watching the kids. I think that's, you know, the sport is really nothing that's, you know, fun to, to watch. I mean, everything's fun to watch, but, you know, being an athletic director and athletic trainer, I'm watching, you know, little things. Sometimes you get into the games and you get real excited about watching things that go on, you know, coming to watch the soccer events, coming to watch, you know, of course I'm at every uh, football game on Friday night. So, you know, those kids, you know, they get excited, and that makes you excited about watching the games. Coach, I really appreciate you taking the time out and uh, continued success, and we appreciate what you do here at Ripley High School. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Athletic Director and Head Trainer Steve Lowe on Viking 360. Ripley High's Tori Starcher has won numerous awards for her accomplishments in track and in cross country. She just received the prestigious Ray McCoy Award as West Virginia's Best Female Runner. As you can imagine, it's not easy catching up with the Lady Viking Junior, but that's just what Brian Johnson did. Welcome back inside Viking 360. I'm joined now by Viking All-World Distance, Tori Starcher. Tori, thank you so much for taking the time out. I really appreciate being on here. Tori, tell us a little bit about your story. Um, Very interesting uh, how dominant you've been, quite arguably uh, maybe one of the most dominant athletes uh, to come out of Ripley High School that in my memory that I can remember. And I'm just curious how you got started is when when you were a young, younger and young child was running something that was always in your blood. Well, actually, when I was younger, my parents and my grandparents mentioned a running club that was in Charleston. So I kind of just started with that group and um, just kept going with it throughout the years. And running just kind of stuck with me. So you're a junior, correct? Yes. You've been incredibly dominant through your first two and a half, three years at Ripley High School. Talk about that. I mean, uh, you burst onto the scene and we hear so much. Uh, about all of your accolades and all the uh, championships that you've won. Uh, unfortunately, you don't get the coverage that some of the mainstream sports get. And, and I think that's, uh, that's, that's kind of sad, really, when you look at what you've been able to accomplish, which is a big reason that I wanted you to get on here with us because, uh, you know, I wonder if, if you look at – you're kind of in the middle of it right now, but if you look at your career and say, wow, I can't believe I've accomplished some of the things that I have. Yeah, I mean, it's really exciting to see um, all the hard work that I've um, been doing over the past few years pay off. I mean, um, 
it's the sport that, you know, you just can't really take days off and it's just like kind of an everyday grind. So um, just seeing all my hard work pay off and just having all kinds of support from my family and my friends and coaches is just really awesome. Now, as a runner, I'm sure that a lot of some of the things that you battle, especially on distance running, is mental uh, from the aspect of, you know, you're running 12, 13 miles, whatever the case may be. And you're only a couple of miles into it and your body's not quite feeling it that day. Uh, How much of a mental grind can that be? Yeah. I mean, these kind of things happen a lot. Um, It's just one of those things where you just kind of put one foot in front of the other each day and just um, try to keep a positive mindset going into days, even when you're not feeling like getting out the door. So um, it's definitely mental. And some days um, even I struggle and I feel like it's the same with many other people so um it's just kind of about staying tough and just um you know what you have to do um to be where you are and I mean I see um that what I'm doing in practice and um just being able to get out the door on tough days um like in the winter right now when it's snowing and raining just being able to get out the door and um just get the work in is really awesome and rewarding and it's um really exciting to see it pay off you hear runners talk a lot about runners high Explain that to me. Um, anytime I kind of experience that is just um, a lot of the times in uh, after a good workout or race. I mean, um, some workouts, I mean, you do feel like crap and it's like you're just waiting for it to be over. But, you know, some days you kind of just feel like you're on top of the world and, um, you know, it's just easier to hit paces. It's just easier to hit reps. And just on days when it's just beautiful weather or it's just – um you're running with your friends or something. It's just really nice to be able to enjoy um, just being able to have the gift of running and um, just being surrounded by friends and just a whole bunch of support. So um, anything like that. What, what exactly is your favorite part of running? I know um, getting out and running, you know, not anywhere near your level, but I I run a little bit and, and I know for me, a lot of times it's really a stress reliever and I feel so good. Uh, once I get into it and get the sweat going, uh, what's your favorite part of it? Is it the, the getting out there and in that same situation? Is it the finishing? What what uh, what really pushes you? Honestly, I just um, I just love the feeling of running fast. I mean, I know on my speed days and stuff, I, I really enjoy that. And I just I love being able to feel like strong and fast while I'm working out. So I find that really enjoyable. And just the experiences that come um, and opportunities that come along with it are really awesome. I mean, I know I've been able to travel and meet so many new people because of running. So that's really awesome. What's your favorite uh, type of running? Trail running, uh, road running? What What would be your, your choice? Probably, I like trail running. Um, but I also enjoy, like, speed workouts. I mean, um, I run a lot at, like, our Cedar Lakes Park, which is kind of a trail. But... I love new trails and I love going um, and experiencing uh, new roads or any type of uh, area to run in because I normally, I run a lot in the same areas. So um, being able to go out in new places is always fun. When you uh, think about uh, your future, uh, is running part of that? Is it, do you want to go on to the next level and run? Uh, Because I know you're a really good student. I understand you're a straight A student and we'll talk about that in a minute, but does running play into to your future plans? Yeah, I mean, I would love to run in college. And um, I'm, right now, um, it's kind of like the recruiting process. So I'm talking to several. Um, but uh, long term, 
I mean, I would consider it. I mean, academics are super important. So um, once I get into college and I just see where I am and if I am planning on running, I'm planning on running in college. So if that works out, um, we'll just see where it kind of goes from there. Let's talk about your academics uh, first. I understand you're a straight-A student. Is that correct? Yes. How much does being an athlete, a student-athlete, drive you? Uh, You want to be the best uh, in your meets. You also want to be the best in the classroom. Uh, Those type of people, employers, are really uh, wanting to hire because of that drive. Uh, where Where do you get that? Some people... For me, when I was playing football uh, in college, I was really driven towards sport. I didn't spend as much time in the classroom as I should have, and, and I regret that. You're the exact opposite of that, and, and, and I commend that. Yeah, honestly, I just think running has been a huge part of it. I mean, um, you just learn a lot of life lessons from it, and I know that um, if you were to slack off during a workout or slack off during a run, um, that's not going to help you long term, so – same with that in the classroom. As long as you um, do all your work and work hard, both in running and academically, I feel like um, all of the work will pay off. And I mean, whether it be uh, good results in a race or um, good results on a test or something, I feel like those both play hand in hand. So what's on your uh, schedule for the rest of uh, 2019 from a running aspect? Well, right now I'm an indoor, so I actually have um, several races coming up. I have um, some in New York, um, I have like a professional, like college race coming up in the next few weeks in Winston Salem. Um, so those will be really exciting. And then obviously just high school track season and uh, maybe some national outdoor seasons in track and then, um, senior cross country season. So, yep. Hoping to, uh, hoist another state championship in the, uh, track season. Yeah, hopefully so. <laughs> Tori, first of all, let me let me say congratulations on what a tremendous career you've had so far. We wish you nothing but luck the rest of the way. And keep in touch with us. Uh, we'd, we'd like to know how you're doing and uh, uh, keep everyone up to date. But uh, thanks for the time. And, uh, again, thanks. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone, thank you. That was Tori Starcher, Viking distance runner on Viking 360. Lady Viking basketball completed a season sweep of Ravenswood with a 42-29 win over the Devilettes. It was the fifth straight victory for Coach John Kennedy's team. The Lady Vikes got 11 points from Jalen Hunt and 12 from Tessa Ray, who had this post-game chat with Brian Johnson. Welcome back inside Viking 360. I'm joined now by Lady Viking post player Tessa Ray. Tessa, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Tessa just had a big win tonight over Lady Devils. Um, maybe not your all's best game of the year, but you did get to win. Yeah, it wasn't our best game. We made a lot of mistakes, a lot of silly fouls, but in the end we still pulled it together and got a win. But it was pretty, but we still got a win. Yeah, I mean, you've won five in a row now. You're eight and six. You have a lot of momentum as uh, the season works toward the, the postseason, which is where you want to be. That's where all your goals are, obviously, is is winning in the postseason. So you guys have to feel pretty good about yourself. Yeah, I feel pretty good, but just keep rolling. Can't be satisfied. I mean, back to work tomorrow. Got a game on Saturday. That's been your thing. All the games that we've watched you over the years is um, your 
probably more suited to play the three, maybe a stretch four. Uh, but your athleticism really causes a lot of problems for your opponents. Tonight, we were getting you the basketball at the high post. They could not handle you, and that's how you got off to such a quick start. Yeah, I mean, outside game really isn't me, so I got to get in there somehow. I mean, so, I mean, I had to step up tonight and do what I had to do. Your energy level is really big for that for the team. A couple of games we did, you came off the bench tonight, you started. You got some younger players that come in and play hard. You've got Blackburn, you've got Lauren Roush, uh, yeah, Dalen Rose. You've got some some girls, the younger girls that uh, are feeding off of you, learning uh, the right way to do it. I mean, these call them babies. These babies, like I don't. I mean, they're good. I mean, if we didn't have them, we we couldn't do half of what we do. I mean, they they've stepped up a lot. Has it dawned on you yet that your senior year is kind of starting to dwindle away? Isn't something you don't want to think about, or uh, you know, you, you know that your games are limited now? Um, I really didn't think about it until yesterday. He was like, you know, you have like three weeks left, and I was like, dang. I mean, it's like just yesterday I was a freshman, but I mean, yeah, it really dawned on me tonight, like last time playing Ravenswood, and but I mean, it's happy and sad. I mean, I'm sad I'm leaving, but you know, I got to get my life started, but. Talk about this senior group. You guys seem pretty close. Uh, you play really well together. You've played a lot of basketball together. How close are you guys? I mean, we've been playing since we were five. I mean, it was like tonight was even emotional just the last time, like being together. Like we talked for the game and we were all just like, you know, this is our last time playing Ravenswood together. And we're just, I mean, it's tough. I mean, like the last year we're going to like, you know, be a team. But I mean, even after season's over, we're still going to, we're still going to be sisters. What about Coach Kennedy? We interviewed him after the game. He was a little, I said, uh, let's keep it calm here in the in the post game. He kept it together. He was not pleased. Obviously, you guys probably have a tough practice tomorrow, huh? I mean, yeah. Like I said, it wasn't one of our best wins. I mean, he has every right to be a little a little upset, but we'll fix it. <laughs> a win is a win, a win right? Is a win. Yeah, we're gonna keep going. So before I let you go, real quickly, uh, we know about you playing basketball. You're a good student in the classroom. What do you do uh, when you're not uh, out here playing basketball? What What are some of the fun things that make you make you uh, click? Uh, I don't know. Probably going shopping. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, when I'm not in the gym, I'm probably just I don't know. In the gym. <laughs> That's it, Tessa. Thanks so much for the time. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you for having me. Thank you. That's going to wrap up episode 10 of Viking 360. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the subscribe button and turn on your notifications. Until next time, we'll see you around.